Life is beautiful, right? We just gotta figure it out. Whatever you do, don't quit. Man, there's gonna be hard times, but you gotta keep moving. You're supposed to feel, you're supposed to grieve. I think I've tried every diet in the book. What are the five tips to a successful relationship? Motherhood, it's scary, but listen, I love every moment, even the bad. Let's get real, let's talk about it. Welcome to the Angie Q Podcast for episode three, Budgeting Your Funds, You Can Get It Done. That's what it's called, all right? Listen, I'm constantly trying to reevaluate my finances from setting you goals, figuring out a plan to, you know, just effectively pay off debt. And I'm constantly trying different budgeting plans just to move forward. So if you're anything like me, you have a strong desire to invest into your future in several areas, but Paying off debt has you in a chokehold, at least for right now. But again, if you're anything like me, you struggle with financial discipline. Man, that's like probably one of my biggest weaknesses because I'm definitely a firm believer of, man, I work hard, so I deserve it, right? It's not always like that, and that mindset could really hurt you in the long run. So it's really difficult for me to just, you know, stick to the game plan. I could I could literally set up the most amazing play-by-play, but when it comes to actually following through, uh, it's, it's a struggle bus. So, you know, saying no to Starbucks or Dunkin' on your outings just because, and rather than going out to eat and dropping an 80-plus bill on dinner, You should be staying home to cook the great food you recently purchased at the grocery store that, you know, cost an arm and a leg, thanks to inflation. But listen, better habits make better moves. That's that's exactly what it is, and that's what it boils down to. We all know that the last two years have been really tough for many and their families, right? Due to the pandemic and everything that brought with it, like job loss and just having to alter our lives completely. Many just falling on hard times financially. Matter of fact, recent data from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York showed that total household debt increased by $286 billion to $15.24 trillion in the third quarter of 2021. Now, a big component of this debt comes from mortgage balances, which You know, I'm not there yet, but still, it's a big thing. But data revealed credit card balances increased by 17 billion, and auto loans increased by 28 billion. Oh, and we can't forget student loans, hello. Student loan debt increased by 14 billion, people. So okay, you're like, all right, Angela, I get it, right? Things got really bad, and a lot of us are in a funk and still trying to recover, you know, hoping to move forward to financial freedom, at least be debt-free, right? So I did some research for you, so no worries, I got your back, right? Check this out. According to Forbes, the five top budgeting strategies to try in 2022, right, due to the climate and everything, have been officially released. And these five budgeting strategies have the power to pretty much transform your finances, if done right, of course, and, you know, if discipline becomes mandatory. You hear me? Mandatory. Now, this first one is a classic. I've seen it recommended everywhere, and honestly, the fact that everyone still swears by it means that it must be effective. And that's the envelope budget. Sound familiar? Well, it's exactly how it sounds, right? So boom, you start with figuring out how much money you wanna spend in discretionary categories, like, you know, groceries, dining out, clothing, and miscellaneous purchases. Then you put that cash into separate envelopes for each category. For example, if you wanted to drop 800 on groceries that month, 300 on gas, and you know, $150 on clothing, then I don't know, 100 on random stuff, 
you would use four different envelopes and put your cash in each designated one, all right? You then would spend down the balances on purchases that fall into each category. Now, this is huge. Save your receipts. Saving receipts along the way is a must. And once that money's gone, it's gone, okay? Finito. You can't get it back. You can't reach anywhere else. That money that you allocated is gone. Now, the envelope system helps a lot because you set a specific amount to spend, right? It helps you stay on track with spending limits that you set for yourself or your family, and it helps from accidentally overspending when it comes to your debit or credit card. Plus, setting spending limits can also free up some cash that you can put towards, you know, debt and other goals. Now, number two, a zero-based budget strategy. Have you heard about this one? Now, this strategy is great if you have a big-time financial goals on the horizon, right? Like maybe wanting to buy a house or whatever the case may be. If you're like me, you know, I'm, you were a young family, I'm ready to get a home soon, purchasing my first home, and thinking of my little one's college tuition. All of this comes to mind. Now, with a zero-based budgeting system, families break down how much they earn together in a single month. Then, they add up all of their monthly expenses. Now, it's super important to write down and really see these numbers, right? Your total monthly income, then all of your monthly expenses with the total below. That way, once all expenses are covered, and paid off, whatever's left can go towards, you know, savings, debt repayment, and investing until they got down to zero dollars left. Now, this is something I've done for a while now and actually write down and write out each month. It's been super helpful to add to my emergency fund, which I feel like everyone needs to have no matter what. That's huge, especially with the times that we're living in. And the zero-based budgeting system is reducing waste, right? And it focuses on each dollar having a purpose. So that's, that's a great strategy that I personally follow. Now, there's also the 50-30-20 budget. Now, this is all about percentages. So when it comes to your income, it's based off your income and how much you make each month. That's how you create your budget. 50% goes towards needs such as rent, mortgage, utility bills, insurance, and childcare. 30% of your income will go to wants like travel, entertainment, dining out. And then 20% of your income goes to savings, which includes investing and debt repayment. Now, with this type of budget plan, you get more wiggle room on how you want to live while investing and paying down debt. But just be prepared because to hit those financial goals, it might take a longer time frame to reach them. Now, there's this next one that I feel like I've been so focused on for a while now, and that's the debt repayment budget, right? It's hardcore. I personally struggle with this at times because for real, it's it's really hard. But pretty much you pay your bills, bam. Then the rest of it goes straight to paying off debt. Angie, what? Yeah, you heard me. But the thing is, is when you're aggressive like that to pay off your debt, you're paying it off sooner. And the sooner you pay off your debt, the more money that you'll be able to have each month to allocate wherever you need fit. So like me, a lot of folks use this budgeting method with the debt snowball method. If you haven't heard of it, it pretty much asks you to list out all of your debt from smallest to largest, right? Then you would make the minimum payment towards your largest debts while paying as much as you can towards your smallest debt. And then over time, your smallest debt will be paid off, giving you more money to snowball that cash, to snowball that extra cash, towards the next smallest debt. You follow me? Now the debt repayment budget is only meant to be used for a short amount of time, a few years at most, to get things back in order, you know, and become debt free or at least close to it. Now lastly guys, this method 
It's called the pay yourself first budget. When I when I first read this, I thought this was comical, but it, it totally makes sense, right? If this fits your lifestyle. Now this one has the most flexible options for sure. So boom, you put the money to the side for all of your monthly expenses. Savings and investments are included. You can also even put money aside to pay off debt if you'd like. But the key is you have to pay yourself first to make sure you don't accidentally spend money you allocated for savings or debt repayment. So it's almost like you're holding yourself accountable, AKA you put money in savings and debt first early on in the month. Now with this method, you can spend the rest of your money however you want. You just gotta make sure you're meeting your financial goals and there's no other rules. Now other than these great budgeting methods, there's also some pretty great apps out there that you can have right there on your phone, like Mint to track your budget and spending online. I'm also a big fan of Dave Ramsey. If you guys haven't heard of him, he's phenomenal. He has a lot of programs and practices that he constantly preaches. He's on actively on radio, um, social media. You can Google it for sure. And I also like to follow different podcasters that break down, you know, how to be financially savvy, how to be smart, how to make the right investments. And I love it because there's so many of them. You literally just have to type in finances within your podcast search engine and you'll get a multitude of different people that are really just breaking it down simply. Now, whether you use an app or one of these methods intentionally, the most important thing is just to get started. Don't waste time. Be intentional with this area in your life. Now listen, it, it's scary to see how much we spend on unnecessary spending each month. I'm even embarrassed to even say it, right? When it comes to coffee alone, you could reach hundreds upon hundreds, which can equal a thousand dollars easily. And I know you're probably saying, Angie, what? No, but you have no idea. Listen, dining out, whoa, items that you really just don't need. You don't have to buy something on Amazon every other week just because. So setting boundaries, following a method, and focusing in on that discipline is key. The opportunities and freedom are so very much attainable for anyone. Now, managing money is one thing, right? But I'm also excited to make the proper investments now, not just for me, but for my family. And I'm all about learning new techniques to save money in some areas or, or learning of ways that I can make extra income. Man, passively would be huge, but, but there's so many areas that I'm looking into when it comes to just making that next step moving forward in my financial life. So if you're anything like me and you're really trying to just gain as much knowledge and information as you can, you're gonna wanna tune into my next episode of the Angie Q Podcast, right? It's almost like a part two of this. We're digging deeper for you and we're gonna speak with an expert in this area who's gonna provide great insight on how to get started or tweak some areas in your life. And I'm telling you, you're not gonna wanna miss it. If you have any questions that maybe you want me to ask specifically to this person, let me know. You could just send your questions to the AngieQ podcast at gmail.com or on one of my social media platforms, all right? I always appreciate you tuning in. Listen, I pray that someone I pray that this helps someone or inspired you to get things moving for you in your finances and just encouraged to be the difference in your family and just take control of your life when it comes to that area in your life because you can, all right? Listen, stay blessed, everyone. Again, you're not gonna wanna miss this next episode coming up on the Angie Q Podcast. You know, I really believe everyone has a story. And that story can change the game.